0: In today's show, we'll be discussing why Bitcoin price is down so much in the past 24 hours as I break down the latest technical analysis. Also breaking news, the UAE free zone to explore Bitcoin payments for corporate registrations, office rent, and other services. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing Coinbase cutting ties with Silvergate, forcing the crypto hedge fund to find a new bank, as well as UK banks HSBC has a nationwide ban on crypto purchases with credit cards. That's right. I'll be breaking down this latest report, as well as Bloomberg strategist Mike McGlone warns that one catalyst can drive the Bitcoin and crypto prices down. I'll be sharing his latest warning, as well as Bitcoin on track to fetch the biggest gains over the coming months based on this one metric according to invest answers also in today's show top trader crypto calio predicts a big bitcoin eruption after impending fake out and shares his target whilst we be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show .net. Welcome, everyone, to podcast episode twelve I'm your host, JV. Today is March 3rd, 2023, and we had quite the big correction in the past 24 hours. I know just like that, I saw 200 million in longs liquidated. So now let's dive in and check out what's happening with the market. As you can see here, Bitcoin pulled back over 4%, currently trading just above 22.3. We have Ether down almost 4%, trading now back under $1,600. Massive losses for Dogecoin, Bitcoin and sheep and also checking out coinmarketcap.com. We now have the crypto market cap barely sitting above a trillion dollar milestone with about 55 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 42% even with the ether dominance at 18.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, SSV up seven and a half percent trading at $43.45 followed by Casper up eight percent trading at four and a half cents followed by IMX up seven percent, trading at a dollar five. And checking out the top one hundred crypto gainers for the past week, massive losses. You got ajax down thirteen percent, FTT down nine point nine percent, Luna Classic down ten and a half percent. And it's shocking that some of these crypto scams are still even in existence. To be dead honest with you, and checking out the crypto greed and fear index, we can see we're currently rated a fifty, dead in the middle, which is neutral. Yesterday a fifty one, last week a fifty three, and last month a fifty six in greed. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD by that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So there you have it. Welcome for everyone just tuning in. How many of you are pretty pumped for this weekend? Do you think we're more likely to dump and retest lower levels or continue to pump on upwards above twenty? 2, 3, which is where we're currently at, considering just the other day we were at close to $24,000. Let me know. And now let's break down today's technical analysis and discuss why we have been dumping. The Bitcoin price is down today as the markets react to the fresh FTX fallout and the Bitcoin bulls failed to defend already. Weak support. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-day candle chart. Bitcoin fell 5% in a single hour overnight into March 3rd, dropping to its lowest levels in over two weeks. The largest crypto joined Ether and other their major alts and a sharp come down fueled mainly by concerns over the Silvergate Bank saga, which I'll be breaking down in great detail a little later. Analysts continue to see how the move will play out after Bitcoin preserved 22,000 as support. Some are calling for the calm, while others believe that Bitcoin is still due for a deeper retracement. Which camp are you in? Let me know. The main talking point, the cause of the pain for the Bitcoin bulls, comes in the form of Silvergate Bank. F the banks. Just saying. Formerly a banking partner for many of the crypto industry's best known names, these have begun reducing or abandoning their partnership with Silvergate amid the possibility that it may be less well capitalized. Those words came from the bank itself, which in a filing of the US SEC this week delayed its annual 10K report. And on the back of the move, US exchange Coinbase announced it had stopped using Silvergate with crypto.com. Then following suit, stablecoin giant Circle subsequently stated that it was sensitive to the concerns around Silvergate was in the process of unwinding certain services with them, quoting Kobisi letter here. Timeline of the crypto crash today. Number one, Coinbase suspends Silvergate payments. Number two, the SEC says crypto exchanges are not safe. Crypto doc, number three, crypto.com suspends Silvergate payments. Number four, FTX confirms almost nine billion dollars in missing funds and out of the bulk of that, they only had 1 million on record and they owed literally over 8 billion away. Goes to show you how fraudulent the exchange was and that Gary Gensler wasn't doing his job. Just stating the obvious. And number five, crypto losses, 200 million plus in hours. That's right. All those longs being liquidated yesterday. This cannot be a coincidence. The episode marks the latest of the long running debacle, which began with the bankruptcy of the exchange FTX, to which many crypto firms Obviously has significant exposure with the shares of Silvergate's parent company, Silvergate Capital, uh, dropping almost 60% to all time lows. Talking about massive crash. Bitcoin nonetheless managed to avoid significant damage, uh, quoting Blockstream, uh, CEO here, uh, Samson Mao, Silvergate is going down and exchanges losing their banking doesn't impact Bitcoin. The collapse of fiat banking for exchanges will just mean buying and trading goes peer to peer. Just like in China, there's still a robust peer to peer trading ecosystem with the exchanges gone. And he makes a great point considering Bitcoin is a peer to peer digital currency, is it not? And a further post argued what's happening to Silvergate now can happen to any bank. That's why it's important to be your own bank. Touché. Now, for some traders, the leg down for Bitcoin was already a matter of time. Bitcoin price action spent weeks trying and failing to overcome resistance above 25000 resulting in its most stagnant month on record. And with, well, liquidity on the exchanges also arguably contributing to the lack of organic price moves, a come down came as little surprise. As Crypto Tony points out here, Uh update, if we fail to reclaim $23,750 tonight, we're going to dump – Uh, It for capo (laughs) and get these shorts moving. And lo and behold, it seems he was correct. And he also said, this is according to Credible Crypto, if they fail too, then the my downside target will be met much sooner rather than later. And an accompanying chart showed that target is lying around the 20,000 mark, which is the major psychological resistance and high of the 2017 bull market. Talk about deja vu. A key psychological level originally reclaimed as support back in January, now trading resource SKU. Meanwhile, I'd one transaction in particular, which it said caused the majority of the sharp downward moves for multi-week lows for the king crypto, Quitting him here. Bitcoin will not sharp squeeze, but up sharp margin cascade here. It revealed what led this move is a large Binance spot sale directly into the area of stacked up longs on a margin call and as a measure of how un- prepared for the pullback the majority of traders were. Long liquidations hit multi-month highs March 3rd and according to data from CoinGlass, Bitcoin long liquidations alone totaled $72.9 million and cross-crypto liquidations stood at over 205 million and for some breaking news, which was just on the radar here this morning, the UAE free zone to explore Bitcoin payments for corporate registrations, office rent and other services as Bitcoin game theory and mass adoption continues around the world. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next breaking story of the day and discuss the specifics of this Silvergate bank, which was Ultimately, the cause of the massive price action decline in the crypto markets in the past 24 hours. So here's what's going on. Check it. Silvergate Bank, a prominent lender to crypto firms, lost five partners just yesterday alone due to a slew of investigations and lawsuits against it. That's right. Coinbase. Paxos, Gemini, Bitstamp, and Galaxy Digital were some of the most notable crypto firms using Silvergate as their banking partner. However, the termination of service by Coinbase has also forced a crypto hedge fund to look for an alternative banking partner. This is a pretty big deal. On March 3rd, a crypto hedge fund called Digital Asset Capital Management, with assets worth north of $400 million, announced it was looking for a new banking partner in Switzerland post Silvergate chaos. And they used Silvergate's real-time network to move funds to and from Coinbase's global platform. In a new interview with Bloomberg, their co-founder Richard Galvin said that although certain banks in the U.S. can handle crypto transactions, they're not as crypto-focused as Silvergate. He added that finding a new partner could take time, and they are speaking to some Swiss banks. Now, Switzerland was one of the first countries to regulate and offer banking licenses to crypto banks, and SEBA Bank AG, for example, is a fully regulated institution that secured a banking and securities dealer license from the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority back in august of 2019 silvergate was popular with the crypto companies because of its instant and real-time bank transfer services thus moving funds in an absence of such facilities may take longer in the u.s signature bank seems to be the next popular fintech bank of choice for crypto companies coinbase has already shifted its prime customers banking transfers to signature bank signature bank might be the next best choice for the crypto firms but the question is for how long great question in december of 2022 signature bank announced its intention to withdraw up to 10 billion dollars in deposits from client holding digital assets starting a general exodus from the crypto sector the bank had already severed ties with finance discontinuing its swift banking services for the crypto exchange and while crypto companies have always found it difficult to find a banking partner due to the absence of clear regulations around the market the Silvergate saga has raised the difficulty level of transferring cash to crypto exchanges, I guess that was when we recently heard news where Binance, you can no longer do wire transfers exceeding um or less than $100,000. That's because they don't want crypto as business, I think is due to the pressure from the regulators. So I'll be keeping you posted how this continues to play out and hopefully it doesn't have much of a more drastic impact on the overall crypto market as far as the price action is concerned. And with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest with the UK crypto ban on cards right now which is quite interesting as well United Kingdom banks HSBC holdings and nationwide building society are banning crypto purchases via credit cards for retail customers they join a growing list of banks in the country to tighten restrictions on digital assets how many of you are in the UK let me know a Bloomberg report on March 2nd claims the step back is a response to warnings by UK regulators and scandals surrounding the crypto industry nationwide it's reportedly applying daily limits of 5,000 British pounds which is roughly 6 thousand in USD on debit card purchases of crypto assets, which would ultimately mean you can't purchase more than six thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. Insanity. While credit cards will no longer be available for crypto transactions, customers of HSBC were barred from making crypto purchases with their credit cards last month. This is because of the possible risk to customers. Do you think it's because it's a risk to customers or it's a risk to the central banking cartels? That, my friend, is the million dollar question. Now, other banks, meanwhile, in the UK with restrictions on crypto services are Santander, not West Group and Lloyd's Banking Group. Most of the restrictions target the crypto exchange Binance. So it's obvious they're targeting the the top crypto exchange in the world. HSBC banned credit card payments to Binance back in August of 2021, citing concerns around the exchange's regulatory status in the country. Meanwhile, authorities in the UK are cracking down on crypto companies. The FCA proposed in February a set of rules that could subject executives of crypto firms up to two years in prison if they don't meet certain conditions related to the promotion. Now, crypto asset business marketing, the UK customers, including firms based overseas, must get ready for the Uh, regimen, said the watchdog in the statement. Now, the financial authority also stated that all crypto exchange providers, including crypto ATM operators, must be registered and comply with money laundering regulations. A highly anticipated consultation paper from the UK's upcoming crypto regulation was recently released. The proposal aims to establish the UK financial services sector at the forefront of the crypto and avoid strict control measures that have gained traction around the world. The document covers a wide range of topics, including algorithmic stable coins, non-fungible tokens, and initial coin offerings. So there you have it. I think the crypto crackdown is likely continue as there are no clear regulations coming out from our authorities. Unfortunately, I feel this is their way for them to manipulate the price action, hence why we still, to this day, in 2023, still have no Bitcoin spot ETF in the United States. Meanwhile, we have a futures ETF again so they can manipulate the prices and not protect the crypto investors as they claim. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments below. And at the end of the show, of course, I'm going to read everyone's comments out loud and we'll be doing a live Q&A and Ask Me Anything session. And with that being shared, now let's break down the latest crash warning from Bloomberg analyst uh, Mike McGlone. Here we go. Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Macro Strategist Mike McGlone says one catalyst can drive the Bitcoin price to the downside. In a new analysis, McGlone said is the Federal Reserve who continues to raise interest rates to lower inflation despite the risk of a recession. It could put downward pressure on risk assets like Bitcoin. Coin, Quitting him here. Fed tightening, despite the risk recession, could be a primary headwind for most risk assets, notably cryptos. Buy and hold investors may warrant some protective insurance for the potential that the bear market isn't over. McGlone also questions whether crypto and equities could dip lower than they would have during the bear markets of 2022. Quoting him again here, what if crypto equity haven't yet seen their lows? Crypto and equity prices have bounced, which may leave them vulnerable to resuming 2022 downward trajectories. The stock market can be one of of the world's most powerful forces – When it declines and Fed tightening amid elevated recession risks are solid headwinds, McGlone says that twenty five thousand is a key price level for the king crypto. And March may quickly indicate whether crypto will remain resilient despite the Fed's tightening monetary policy. As he shows here, risk versus reward could be tilting towards responsive, tactically focused sellers. But around twenty five thousand and Bitcoin marking pivotal or pivotal resistance, crypto needs to show sustainable strength amid concern that the twenty twenty two risk. Asset lows might not be the bottoms. Now, the federal funds rate a year ago was zero and is still rising, and markets appear to be underestimating the long and variable lags of monetary policy, which seems ample reason to be defensive. Our inclination is straightforward. Risk assets need to prove resilience at the start of March at the federal funds rate was zero a year ago and is approaching five. So there you have it. That is the warning. And now that we got the warning out of the way, now let's discuss some optimistic price targets for the king crypto, starting with uh, some big gains ahead in the coming months, according to crypto analysts, invest answers. Here we go. Popular crypto strategist is bullish on King Crypto over the next couple of weeks and months. The widely followed host of Invest Answers tells us 440,000 YouTube subs in a new video. Bitcoin typically records the biggest gains from April through June. Facts, quoting him here. We might get a positive April or May as we go forward. And again, like anything in any market, things take a breather, but that's interesting. Also, if you look at the average below, April is 36% return on average over the history of Bitcoin, only beaten – by November. Now, the reason I stress that, and it's all documented here, you can see in this chart, Bitcoin March returns, assuming 2% gains in 2023, because you don't get the gainers in April unless you buy in March. Makes a good point. If you're not on the train, you can miss that. And again, I'm just looking at the history and explaining how things work. But typically, March is the best month to buy, because the next 60 to 90 days, you get the biggest gains. So ultimately saying right now, historically, March is the most Epic month to take advantage of these dips. So are you taking advantage of it based on Bitcoin's historical return? April has averaged 36% gains while November has averaged 38% per the chart. And according to the investor, invest answers host, the year that best compares to 20. 23 is 2019 and it produced stellar returns for bitcoin in five months of the first half quitting him here if you try to find the analog of 2023 that would be 2019 and it is off by a month but if you imagine in 2019 we had february march april may and june all positive which was a five-month run of all positive numbers and it's rare you get that these days but it could be possible. And also he says that data shows the option traders expect the price of Bitcoin to go up over the coming two to three months, quoting him again here. Most people are buying calls and the calls they are buying are 25,000 strikes, 27,000 strikes and $30,000 strikes, a little bit of 31,000 and 32,000 as well. Heavy, heavy bullish action on Dribbit, a lot of money going into these future contracts. And this is out to May 26 2023. So many believe the next two months or three months will be pretty good and that is in line with History and to watch this video, he did entitled March forecast. Check the show notes below the video in the description. With that being shared, now let's dive into our next bullish story of the day and discuss top trader prediction and break this down. And this is coming from Crypto Calio, one of my favorite analysts, synonymous analyst Calio. Tells his half a million followers that the the bears are wrongly claiming Bitcoin is heading to the downside. Instead, he says Bitcoin is only retesting the price of twenty three before it will soar. Bears are using this lower time frame pullback to try and convince you we're heading lower when it's nothing more than a simple breakout and recess before continuing the send higher. Callio is predicting Bitcoin will break past the thirty thousand price level, but he says it may first dip below twenty thousand, quitting him here. All right, I feel convicted that I have been incredibly too one sided recently for my lower time frame posts. I fully believe that thirty thousand dollars is the magnet, but I could also see this type of scenario play out along that path if the lows from several days ago. Are swept, and he outlines this chart which shows the Bitcoin price action heading on up to 30,000 and above. And he also says his target price for Bitcoin remains 40 G's, baby. Quitting him here. The important thing I've lost sight of since Bitcoin had its high time frame breakout is the effect it had on the low time frame bias. Whether the stops are triggered and we retest the higher time frame trend one more time near 20,000 or we send higher from here, the end target of 40,000 does not. Change. So there you have it. And Callio is also predicting that Coinbase shares will skyrocket, reaching more than four hundred dollars by June, more than five hundred percent from its current value of only sixty-four dollars and sixty seven cents. Uh quoting him here, SPX on the verge of reclaiming four thousand after completing a clean retest of high time frame support, then send forty three hundred continues soon. B more bullish. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst that we're gonna be heading on up to his forty thousand target, but potentially we could see a drop below. 20,000. And also quoting TA Trader Allen, he shares here alongside this chart, Bitcoin fractals comparison, the next target, 28,000. And then the next target, $50,000 for the King Crypto as outlined here in this chart. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode,